0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: a radio info raw edit podcast the conversations behind our reports tim as the saying goes what the world needs now is another podcast (laughs) i'm the first to say that don't worry (laughs) so what do you think makes introducing
2: well you're getting one you're getting one,
1: (laughs) mate what do you think will make introducing so compelling for listeners
2: well, I've kind of always been lucky enough with my radio job to be making a radio show that I truly enjoy and I've been doing that for a long time with people that I've, I've loved and I'm kind of hopefully taking that, although a lot more niche, into something that I've been interested in my whole life. I think doing this kind of radio, I haven't been able to speak to the musos that I'd love to and in in my kind of little groupy way, I go and see a lot of live music, got a lot of friends in, bands, some... Um, at festivals as much as I can. And I'm kind of like, well, why, can I, why shouldn't I turn this into something? Especially as well, because a lot of people are like, can I come on the radio show? i got a gig to promote them. I've, I've become very good in the last, what, 10 years on Drive at saying no to friends. So I'm like, it might be good to start saying yes. So back to my first point, I really enjoy it. The six episodes I've done, I've truly enjoyed. And that's all I can kind of offer. If, if other people like it as a result, then... That's great, but I've, I've had a lot of fun, and it's a passion project more than anything.
1: Yeah. How long are they? The the episodes.
2: Well, look, I, I hate. I, I, so here's here's my other thing. So I have a very short short commute to work, so I, I'm kind of never really gotten into podcasts, especially now this year we haven't been travelling much. So um, I know Joe Rogan opened the mics, and then four hours later he'd stop. Um, Depending on the artist's time constraint, I'm not giving any time constraints to the interview itself, but the editing process will be a little bit more rigorous than that. Young Blood, who's um out my first episode, will be twenty five to thirty minutes. um there might be some that are forty minutes. but I guess because these these chats are a little bit more niche, like Barack Obama is not on episode three, I want people to kind of be compelled enough to to listen to a podcast chat with someone they might not have heard of before Because I think that's the aim of this series. I want this to be a little platform for them. You know, people that might not be able to come on the radio or go on a TV talk show, but still I think are talented enough to be heard. So, yeah, I'm I'm not waffling, but it's enough to get to know someone.
1: So, okay, so you get the inside story on these people how they started, how they're doing, and they're not the big acts. Um, and who do you think then is the target audience or the people that will get the most out of these?
2: Well, I actually think, whether or not these are just my group of friends, but I, I think, like, a lot of my friends, we go to see live music if we've not heard of the artist or or if we've heard a little bit of the artist. And I, I think I'm also, like a lot of people are, like, what are you watching on Netflix at the moment? Or a lot of my friends are like, what are you listening to at the moment? Like, and if a mate of mine who I love and respect says, "Oh, check out this band there from the UK. They're called Shame." Well, then that's the band I'll listen to for the next two weeks, and mm. I kind of go, "Great." I love hearing something new for the first time, and I and I feel I'm not getting that as much, so I want this to almost be my Netflix recommend. Like, here are some people I think you should listen to and give a go to, and I think a lot of the time you might get something out of it. It's not for everyone. A lot of people, you know. I've got a friend in Perth that throws out all his albums, and when the best of comes out, he buys the best of, and he's a real basic down the line, this is to singles guy. So this is not a podcast for him. But um, look, it's very niche, as I said. I'm not expecting this to be, you know, in the in the number one podcast in, in the country and knock everybody off. But this is there's definitely room for something like this, especially as well because Peter, uh, the reason this has been so long in the making is. Mm. We've had a lot of back and forth with rights and publishing because one of the things I was really passionate about was getting them to play on the podcast. That's right. something you don't hear a lot of in podcasting. So in this first episode, like one of the examples is I'll, I'll tell Dom from Youngblood, I said, what, what was the song you heard as a kid that made you kind of sit up and want to do this for a living? And instead of him just telling me it was the cure for I only Glass, he just played it to me. And that just makes... Uh, it, just, it just changes the moment entirely. Um, And I think that's something that I'm really passionate about and a real point of difference in this year.
0: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: So how many music interviews have you done over the last 18 years? Oh, hundreds,
2: right. if not bordering onto thousands. But, right. I, but, but I tell you what, this is this, this, this is something I've actually almost had to relearn how to interview again because right. in radio, like, even when I was back when record companies have money and I'd go to the US and do a junket with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. you still only have 10 minutes with Anthony Keaton. So you've got to go, all right, shit, okay, how, how am I going to get the best out of him in 10 minutes? And then when Guy Sebastian comes in to play Quick Draw on the radio, you've got him for three minutes, you know he wants to get his, his uh, ticket sales out there and, and the new single, we've got to play, hook of that. So then after that, you've got about 60 seconds up your sleeve to do something else, whereas yeah. I've kind of, had to train myself to interview and to interview in a long form way. So it's been a wonderful experience for to me too, just personally. So um I've really enjoyed that part as well.
1: So tell me about those um all the interviews you've done in your life. Did you get to meet any of your personal heroes?
2: The Chili Peppers one was a huge, a huge one to me, absolutely. And and that was um but that was almost one of my first junkets too. I remember that at the Chateau of mind in LA and Scar Tissue had just come out and this was during the Stadium Arcadium album. And uh, and so much so like I, I took the hardcover over. I thought to myself, well I might not ever get to interview anyone ever again and I took the hardcover of Scar Tissue over with me and I just had to I just made myself ask him to sign it and he said, Well, you've you've been so generous and you're a true fan. He actually said to me the interview I had before this was a German radio station who said to me, if I could be any vegetable, if you could be any vegetable you are, you would like, which vegetable would you be? And he goes, so it was lovely to have you come in and actually ask me about the music. That well, was my bro- next question well, to you. Well, well <laughs> my answer would be broccolini. Um <laughs> But like he took the book away and then he got his people to send it back to me. I got it in the post, no joke, like two months later and he'd written all this stuff in the front cover and, and signed it, and it was just amazing. So then, when they came to launch the radio station in Perth over Nine Three Seven, they kind of said, "Well, he's he's on the lineup. We'd love him to do the chat." So they then launched the radio station with us in Perth. It was a, a lovely full circle moment. So I have been lucky enough to to meet some of my heroes, and I, and what I've also found is what I love about music, especially, is they all have this bravado of being the coolest people in the world. So I, I couldn't fault one chat out of. The hundreds I've had, they've all been so generous. And because then, because you also realise, it's their creative pursuit. This is something they make, and you're getting them to talk about it. Very rarely, apart from maybe one I wouldn't want to mention, very rarely had anyone disappoint. They've always kind of come to the party, which I thought always went so good about Though,
1: Were there any interviews oh. of acts that you didn't particularly like? I don't know, those interviews were forced upon you because you had to do it because they were touring and all of that sort of stuff. Were some of them better than you expected?
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, although although like I remember even, like the beauty of being, I've been in commercial radio now for almost 19 years. I remember interviewing Lady Gaga and Rihanna and Katy Perry and it always, it, no doubt, it always follows this. It goes, Rihanna comes into the studio, Lady Gaga comes into the studio, Katy Perry comes in. Then the next time they come to the country and they're a little bit more famous, I do a phone interview with them. And the next time you come to the country, you'll do, it, you'll do a junket in the hotel with 400 other people. And the next time they come to Australia, no interview at all. <laughs> so I, I've enjoyed having the opportunity to have Rihanna sit opposite me here in the Nova Studios, like Lady Gaga and all that. So, I could, That stuff doesn't seem to really happen anymore. So, no, it's, it's, been, it's been a, been a fun, fun 18 years of watching the music industry
1: change. What do you have in your arsenal, the, the tricky little question that you ask?
2: I have found in this podcast, I've found it's best to have that kind of, I, I like to start with that moment that made you think this is a job. Because, like, I've always wanted to be in a band, but I'm 39 now, and I feel, oh, God, I don't think this is going to happen anymore. So this is the closest I'm going to get to being in a band, is speaking to people in a band. But they've all got something that makes their eyes light up and they jump out of the chair. But I guess that's what I mean about teaching myself style of interviewing. I've really tried to take throw the notes away we're not doing it in a radio studio. We, don't, we haven't got headphones on. I'm in somewhere that, somewhere that makes them comfortable. And I've tried to just let the chat flow. So maybe it's my lack of preparation. <laughs> but I don't have anything that's a go to. But certainly for this series, that, that moment, that song they heard that made them realise they want to do this for a living has certainly got the best responses and the most varied responses.